resistance is not negative. Resistance is essential. It actually helps you know that change has started. It's an early warning indicator that change is underway. You're on the path. You're building momentum and friction is inevitable. Every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. Hi, I'm Dr. Richard Harmer, and you're about to discover new ways to go from overwhelm to thriving in your business and in your life by following your passions, pursuing your unique life purpose, and stepping fully into your infinite potential. You deserve to live your best life, a life filled with all of the clarity, courage, and commitment you need to be happy and to make a positive impact on the world. So get ready, because this podcast challenges society's expectations for what it means to be successful in life and in business, and invites you to grow beyond outdated assumptions for defining who you are. Welcome to the Positive Change Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Positive Change Podcast. I'm Dr. Richard Harmer, and in this podcast, we talk about helping you challenge the status quo, inspire positive change, and realize your own and humanity's potential. In this particular episode, we're really talking about the experiences we have when we know we're about to undergo positive change. So stay tuned. I'm often asked, how do I know that I'm ready for positive change? And the answer to that is that in the preceding three to six months, you will have had one of four fundamental experiences. But before I get into those experiences, let me give you a little bit of background about how I arrived at my current positive momentum. In the last three months, there's been some fundamental positive change in my online business and the Positive Change Maker program. Fundamentally, and most importantly, I think, I hired a new person. And that new person has made a world of difference in how the team and I are organized around our purpose of creating enduring positive change for the future of humanity. And how we deliver upon our promise of helping you create positive change and thrive. In addition to that, and in support of that person starting, we spent a lot of time coming back to our value chain and how we think about how positive change occurs, starting with self-mastery and ending up with humanity transformation. We've looked at our operating model and how we deliver value. And most importantly, we spent a bunch of time thinking about our strategy and what the next 12 months, three years, and five years looks like for us and the, our business of creating positive change for people. Now, sitting around that, our new person has really spent a bunch of time helping our meeting rhythms, our communication platforms, and how we keep each other accountable to continuing to disrupt the status quo and create positive change. So how did all of this come about? Well, it came about because I started to notice three to six months ago a set of experiences that helped me to understand that positive change was on my horizon. And now I say this knowing that my entire life is one positive change. <laughs> and I've set up my life and my online practice, my online entrepreneurship business, supporting people to create positive change in a way that in its very core generates positive change in every single thing that we do. But what I did notice that I knew was a fundamental shift that needed to be made and how the team is really helping me do this is I realized that what I was doing in the last six to 12 months is I was talking a lot about positive change without 
talking about my own personal experience of positive change. And my own personal experience of positive change is really fundamental to how I think about how change occurs and how you set yourself up for success even before you realize that change is on your horizon. It's how you maintain momentum of positive change and how you deliver that enduring positive change both for yourself, the people you love and care about, and the world at large. And it means for me in the next half of this year, bringing more of my own personal story and personal experiences into how to create positive change and not just rely on really sound psychological research about how change occurs, but how I've brought it to life in my own life and my own work. So this particular podcast starts with answering the question, how did I get to this point of the last three or four months, new team member, new program design, new value chain, new operating model, new strategy, new teaming rhythms, new common communication, accountability, and so on and so forth. How did this happen? And how did I know that change was on my horizon? Well, it all comes back to about three to six months ago, the second half of 2021. And the experience, the preceding experiences that helped me to understand that change was my only option. Now, I'm drawing upon here my own experience, but there is some good psychological foundation in this as well. A model of change called a trans-theoretical model of change, the trans-theoretical model of behavioral change more specifically. And it speaks about the first phase of change is a phase called pre-contemplation. Now, pre-contemplation is a phase and stage of change that is occurring before we even realize that change is on the doorstep. It's a phase where we're not even ready for change. We're not even realizing that change is going to occur. We might even think that change or making that all-important change that will take us to the next level is going to be too hard. We might even be avoiding it. You know, We might even be thinking to ourselves, I'll just wait the current turmoil out. I know it'll turn around. I know it'll get better, which is kind of where I was at in the middle of, of last year. Now, there are four fundamental experiences that one or more of these you'll be having in the three to six months prior to you realizing that change is inevitable and that we might as well embrace it and create positive change for ourselves and for others. Now, experience number one is the experience of not feeling challenged or stretched or that you're learning or growing in life. This is a point where you might be feeling bored or disinterest in you know your current circumstances in life. Maybe even a little apathetic, like, why bother? You know? I could do more, but why bother? What What is the point of all of continuing to pursue this career, this um, hobby, this goal, this relationship, this learning pathway, this career, whatever it might be, we might be asking ourselves, why am I doing it? Where your level of self-mastery exceeds the level of challenge you're currently facing in your life, career, relationships, you know, learning pathways, spiritual journey, purpose and meaning in life, whatever that might be, your level of self-mastery exceeds the level of challenge. In essence, we fall out of flow in life and we start to wonder why things are happening the way they are and what's the point of it all. Now, we don't realize at this point in time, but the destiny is that you can and deserve to be more. You you might not know it then when you're experiencing this, but a few months down the track, you're going to realize that I'm ready for more and it's time to make a change. I've gone through this particular experience of the preceding, the preconceptualization, the preceding steps of change on many occasions. But the one that really stands out for the most is when I made that all important jump 
from an employee status in life to an entrepreneur and ultimately a change maker. That point where I knew that my level of self-mastery in my chosen career in a, in a particular organization, it didn't matter what that organization threw at me next, what project they put me on or what particular challenge they wanted me to address, I knew that I could make it happen. I might not have known at the time what to do, but I knew I could work it out and it wouldn't be all that challenging. That sense of I knew I could do more than whatever my context was that I will be faced with. Now, maybe you're experiencing that right now or maybe you've experienced that in the past and you can join the dots between having that experience of being bored, of not being challenged and and the inevitability of change needing to occur. But what I can say is this first experience is a pretty common experience, the challenge of no challenge, boredom, (laughs) and the need to go, I've got to change something because I'm not going to make it in this current pathway. Now, the second experience you might have, in essence, is the counter point or the opposite to that experience. It's experience number two is experience of overwhelm, that sense that your current level of skill, competence, self-mastery is inadequate to deal with whatever challenge you face. That feeling of being stressed, anxious, near burnout, overwhelmed, unable to focus, unable to keep going much longer. This is a very common experience for the overwhelmed entrepreneur. Oftentimes, it's an experience that occurs pretty early into the entrepreneurial journey of go, oh, there's so much to do, I don't think I can keep up. That, that sense that you just don't know whether you can keep up with all of the things you need to do in order to continue doing what you're doing. Now, a pretty simple way of measuring whether you're in this place is just track your daily mood over the course of a week or two. If you're having more bad days than good days, then you know that you've fallen into this trap of this experience of being overwhelmed and starting to feel trapped or lost within your current phase or your current context. Now, what I can say is that if we try to enact change at this point in time when we're feeling overwhelmed, it may not be the best time to start to change. And the reason for that is that whatever change we put in place at that point in time will often be trying to remove or move away from or get away from or close down from whatever the overwhelm is. Rather than moving towards a positive change, we're moving away from a negative experience. Whenever we try and create change with that set of circumstances, we can often inadvertently recreate the very challenges we're facing and put ourselves back in the same situation we're trying to avoid. At these times, the best thing to do is actually to take a break, to slow down. Now, I'm going to get to this in further on in this podcast. Even last week, I took a week off. I took myself away from all electronic devices. And I can tell you what, is it an amazing opportunity to reset? Now, that in part leads us to the third experience, the third way we know that we might be you know, three to six months out from a positive change. And that's that sense where we go, things are just not going according to plan. I need to change or I need to reset something. You know, those, that sense of disappointment, you know, things are not working out the way that you'd hoped or you wanted or you planned or that you know is possible for you. This just how happens to be the experience I was having three to six months ago, you know, the, the second half of, the, of last year. Things are going well in the business, my, my um, consulting practice, supporting 
CEOs, executives and boards to identify what change they need to make in order to have a thriving future business and helping set strategy in order to help them do that and leadership development of that vein. That was going gangbusters. I was completely overwhelmed. So I'm experiencing overwhelm in my physical consulting practice. But in my online practice, the online learning program that I fundamentally started the Passion Project two years ago about setting an online environment to support thriving change makers to create that positive change for the world that they know they need to make i was feeling a little disappointed in my own performance and the performance of this particular adventure that i couldn't quite get things on track i couldn't quite work out how to take them to the next level that sense of disappointment not being able to get the goal that i'd set for myself i've got some pretty ambitious goals and they weren't tracking along the way that i thought they should be at this point in time and there's a need to turn things around. Now, I was experiencing this in the mid to second half of last year, but it wasn't until the Christmas break that I set about that reset. Now, that reset is an opportunity to rest, get some sleep, have a break, to reflect upon where I've been, where I was and what was next, and to reset my own change agenda. Now, this is about getting back to basics, ultimately. Now, we're going to get into what to do when we're feeling this sense of reset or disappointment soon in this podcast. But in essence, one of the things you can do if you're feeling this right now and not knowing what to do next, get some sleep, get some rest, spend some time going back to basics, exercise, good diet, relationships, reconnecting with your passions and your purpose, reconnecting with your personal power, knowing that you are the agent of your own destiny, you are the author of your own future, and remembering that at any moment in time when things aren't going well, you have a choice to change. Now, the fourth experience that's in essence somewhat counterintuitive and different to the first three. The first three are pretty obvious. I'm either bored where my personal mastery far exceeds my current life challenge. I'm overwhelmed where my current life challenge exceeds my levels of mastery. Or I'm disappointed. I know that I'm heading in the right direction, but I can't quite make it work. I can't quite work it out. They're pretty obvious ones to identify. But the one that's counterintuitive, but is actually fundamentally important to creating positive change, the one that gives you the most positive momentum as you embark on that positive change, is the fourth experience. The fourth experience is all about the experience of flow, of effortless ease. That sense that nothing is wrong, nothing is broken, everything is on perfectly on track, exactly where it needs to be. I'm in the right place, doing the right thing, doing exactly the same right way. That's the fourth experience where positive change is right on your horizon. And you might be asking yourself as you listen to this podcast or watch this video, what is he talking about? Why would I ever want to embark in positive change when everything is just going along fine? Well, I can tell you through lots and lots of experience and there's a bunch of psych research to support this that whenever we feel a sense of effortless flow that is enduring, that we since we've got life all worked out or this phase of life or this project or this career all worked out, we're ending a cycle of completion. And with completion, there is renewal is the next step. It might be less obvious, but just when we're in the zone of having life worked out, that's when the seeds of change are planted. The next phase of our life, our career, our relationships, our sense of personal mastery, self-development, our health and well-being, whatever that might be, the seeds of change are planted when things are just going swimmingly well. 
What better time to change than when you don't need to change, as they say? The reason for this is just when we think we've got things in flow, our natural evolution, our natural initiative to continue to grow and evolve in life starts to kick in. We have more mental, emotional, relational space to think about what's next for me and what else becomes possible now. And there, the seeds of change are formed. Now, I remember this particular experience vividly. It was just as I finished my PhD, I'm at the top of my game. And as I finished my PhD, I knew within just a couple of weeks of submitting it that the next phase of my life and career was just about to start. So a consideration at this point in time as you're listening to these four fundamental experiences that help you know in this pre-contemplation, this pre-consideration, this pre-awareness stage of change, these four fundamental experiences, if you're experiencing one or more of these, then sometime in the next three to six months, likely or even earlier, you'll be on the precipice of committing to some important positive change for yourself. So consider your last three to six months. Can you point to a set of circumstances or an experience that sounds similar to what I've just described? If you have in the last three to six months, then you're possibly on the precipice of moving to the next phase of the transferical model of change, the contemplation stage, the stage where you start to become aware that change is necessary and doing more of the same just won't cut it anymore. So this is this real question about whether you're ready to change, considering that experience that we're always changing. We're always in some phase of change. Now, in the last couple of weeks, I've written a blog post. You can see it on the Medium blog posting platform. Um, I'll put the link in the show notes. They really talked about how change is always occurring. It's inevitable and we don't even notice it most of the time. But if you're in the contemplation phase of change, you're starting to realize that Whatever change you're about to embark on, that you might even know exactly what it is at this point in time, but you know you need to do something different, will require some intention and it will require some planning and some commitment to see it through. So how do you know that you're ready for change? Now, the difference between the time of change to be upon you and being ready for positive change is this transition from pre-contemplation, that is, you don't even know you need to change, to contemplation, you know you need to, and you just got to start thinking through the your readiness. It's accepting that we need to do something different. It's accepting that what is happening right now in life is not really helping us and something needs to be different. Now, I can tell you also the research is pretty clear on this. The contemplation phase is often three to six months. And I can point to when I entered the contemplation phase and my current change process was around Christmas time. I'd had three to six months worth of wondering whether I could keep going. And at Christmas time, boom, I started to become really clear the change was inevitability and I needed to get on board with it. Now, there are six fundamental indicators that you're ready for change. If you are experiencing any one of these or more than one of these you know that you are ready for change you're in contemplation phase and the next step for you is actually the actions of positive change let me give them to you in the headlines first indicator that you'll start to notice is that you'll actively and intentionally consider how you make something in your life your career your work your relationships something better you start to realize that what i have is not all that could be and something more is possible for me this starting to think through there's an opportunity or an issue or a challenge i face 
and I need to do something different. Perhaps I could do this or perhaps I could make a change. If you envision something better and it excites you more than what you have, you know that you're starting through this process of initiating change now perhaps you might even have a focus of what the change is you might not know the plan or how to do it yet but if you start to get i think this change is the one that's ahead for me that's your first indicator that you're in the contemplation phase of change the next phase obviously is the getting on and do it phase planning and doing phase but let's just stay here at the contemplation you're building awareness of the need and readiness for change indicator number two once we have that sense of i think something could be better and we're starting to think about maybe, then we know we're in contemplation. The next is actively considering the pros and cons of that change versus staying the same. Now, there's an old saying in psychology, the pain of staying the same must be greater than the pain of changing in order for change to occur. Another way of saying that is things need to get pretty bad before we are ready to change something. And this is all about pros and cons. Now, prior to this phase, we'll probably be considering pros and cons but there we're still on the fence we don't know which is better or worse staying the same or changing but at this point in time in contemplation we need to be actively considering the pros and cons of staying the same versus changing and we need to get off the fence if the pros and cons of changing are same as staying the same we're not going to do anything we really need to increase the pros of change we need to get really clear on what the benefits of changing are and how they far exceed not changing. We also need to get really clear of the cons of not changing. We need to get really clear of what the downside risk is of not changing so that we get really clear of what we're giving up by staying the same, what we're unable to realize by not changing. The real things we're asking at this point in time in indicator number two is, is it really okay to change? Is, is it, or is it just okay to stay the same? But what's really key here is what's called decision balance or getting out of decision balance. We need to be really clear of the pros of changing, spending a lot of time thinking about benefits of doing something different and the costs of staying the same. That kind of leads us to the third indicator. The third indicator is all about building or connecting with your own belief that you can make that change. You can you start to think that you or know that if you make that change, you're going to be successful. You're going to make that change happen. Essential to in succeeding in enduring change is believing that you can. If you do not believe you can change, you won't start. So it's this starting to have this understanding when you think about this change you might do, starting to realize that you can do it. Once you start to identify or have this third indicator that i can do the change i'm planning to do i'm thinking about making then you're well on your way to being ready to change indicator number four is making plans right so if you start to realize that you are making plans about how to implement the change you think you might make even though you're not quite sure you're going to make it yet you know the well and truly ready to make that change you have a focus you might have an approach or a plan perhaps not the details yet but you know the key steps to making that change happen. So for example, when I started to think about needing to add a new person into my online team to help me to take my business, my change maker business to the next level, I started reading a lot of books about what type of person I needed to help me support and integrate the team and get them to the next level, help me get more organized. These things, there are plans. I started to read to help build the plans. Are you preparing yourself 
for the journey of change. Reading something, learning something, getting fitter, having uh, revisiting your passions and purpose, thinking about your important relationships and how you help them support you. Are you thinking how might I go about? Then you're definitely got indicator number four going on. Indicator number five, the second to last, starting to have feelings of agency or a moving towards rather than running away from that all-important change you've identified. If you notice that change and you start to go, I think I need to head in that direction, you know that you're definitely ready for that change. If you know your resources, you know your change thresholds, you know your levels of commitment, you know what your levels of risk are, you know whether you're able to do it, you know what's at risk when you don't, you understand that you in moving in that direction is the only pathway forward. You can't go back. You can't stay the same. I wonder if type thinking, well, you know indicator number five is well on track and you're about to initiate that all-important change. And the fifth, uh, sorry, the sixth and final indicator is running some experiments, starting those small steps, putting a toe in the water, so to speak. You start to think about trying something different. It may work, it might not, but you're trying to test out whether the change is actually going to work for you and whether you can do it and whether it's going to be worthwhile. If you're testing if that change is possible and you're trying to seek out early results of whether you can, what happens when I? Then you are definitely got indicator number six, the final indicator. When you start running experiments, you know that you are so ready for change, you've already started. So in summary, becoming aware of the need to change, evaluating the benefits of that positive change, Staying to psychologically and emotionally own that change, planning for that change, committing to that change, and in running some experiments around that positive change are all fundamental indicators that you are well on your way to implementing that positive change. Believing positively in the result is the outcome of all of those steps. You will know with certainty that you're not just ready for change, you're actually on your way. But the key here is if you're starting to notice more than one of these indicators coming online for you, you know that you're less than 30 days away from starting that positive change journey. So how do you really know that change is underway? You're not just in the contemplation phase, but you're in the planning, determination, determining the implementation phase of change, the third and fourth phase of the trans-theoretical model of change. How do you know that you're doing it? How do you know that change is already underway and that all you need to do now is maintain momentum at all costs and not give up? The answer to that is you're going to start to feel resistance to that change. You're going to start to wonder where it's all worth it. It's way too hard and whether you should stop. I think it's Newton's third law of motion. For every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. For every positive change you make, there is going to be resistance that wants to keep you exactly the same place with no change and doing nothing differently. If you're starting to realize or experience a degree of resistance to the change you earlier had committed to, you know you need to make the change and now it's feeling pretty hard, you're in the resistance phase. This is incredibly important to maintain momentum. Let me give you a couple of indications of where you are in that change journey when you start to feel resistance if you're feeling like low-grade resistance like you know uh, you know i don't I, I know i want to get fitter but i don't really want to get up this morning to get out for that run you know that change is happening you know you're starting to work against your own resistance to making that change Re- resistance is not negative resistance 
is essential. It actually helps you know that change has started. It's an early warning indicator that change is underway. You're on the path. You're building momentum and friction is inevitable. Every action, there is an equal and opposite reaction. If the resistance is small, simply know you simply helps you know you've started. If the resistance is in your own felt sense moderate, then you're starting to realize that change is harder than you anticipated. It might be harder than you thought. Like the dream of the change is easy. The implementation of that change is harder. If you're starting to feel moderate resistance, then you're simply realizing the change is harder than you'd planned. This is how you overcome this phase. You make the steps of your change smaller and you make those changes more frequent. Don't forget, of course, to make that those steps smaller and positive and more frequent. The more you cycle change, the more you maintain momentum, the more you continue. If you make the changes too big, the steps too long, the steps too large, and too long between getting a positive reinforcing loop that you're making progress, you're more likely to give up. Make the change smaller, make the changes more frequent. Now, of course, if the resistance is really high, like you feel like you're walking through treacle to make this change happen, then it simply tells you that a core value or a core part of your identity, an identity that may not serve you well but wants to maintain hold of you, is really coming under threat. This is completely normal. Any significant change you might have in any domain of your life is going to result in fundamentally what was important at one point in time becoming no longer important. Now that part that doesn't want to let go, wants to keep going, holding on, is going to hold on pretty tight and you need to recognize that that's occurring. Allow that growth to occur knowing that whatever is needed to stay at the end of that change will stay. Anything that is no longer needed will get put aside along that journey. So there's the three phases. this pre-contemplation, contemplation, and then there's the actions of change. Ultimately, once you've implemented that positive change, there's maintenance to the point of realizing you can't go back. But I'm just pointing to the first three phases of the trans-theoretical model. Now, let me tell you one, one really quick thing you can do. The one big thing, if you do this one thing, which is a few things, but really one thing, your agency of your own change, being the author of your own destiny, will be inevitable. And the key message here is that nothing changes unless something changes. Change starts when you think and or do something different that instigates the change, doing something different to get something different. But what to do is the real question. Now, the answer in a way leads us back to the four experiences. In order to do something different, in order to create that change, the suggestion is that works 99 times out of 100 is to do the opposite to what you are experiencing. For example, if you're feeling confused, disorganized, not able to find your focus, put a little bit more structure into your life or the context of the work or whatever it might be. This works well for me. When I was feeling confused about what to do next with the business, I did what I do best and that's build an operating model and a strategy to work out what to do next. It's just enough structure to help you know how to focus. If you're finding your life is more rigid or constrained, add more novelty, create more flexibility, ambiguity, and uncertainty. If you're feeling overwhelmed, 
Put more lightness and spaciousness in your life. Take a break and have a chance to reset. If you're finding life more bored or too much of the same, add more difference and more intensity. Learn something new or do something else. Now, I remember an episode of Seinfeld. George Casanza did Opposite Day. Um, I'll put a link in the show notes to a particular clip on YouTube. But um, he did the opposite of what his natural tendency was. And every single time he did something different, success happened. Now, what I'm not suggesting is that doing the opposite to what you're currently experiencing is the elixir. There's way more (laughs) to positive change than that. But it will help you create positive momentum towards something that is important to you if you do something that circumvents the current pattern of what you're experiencing. Creating positive change is all about changing something positively. That's all for now. Look forward to having you back for my next podcast. Any comments, any questions, any learnings, any insights, please feel free to put them in the bottom of the podcast link. Send me a DM. Let me know how this podcast impacted you and how learning about the experiences and the indicators of readiness for change helped you create that positive change. I'd love to hear from you. Hi, and thank you so much for checking out another episode of the Positive Change Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please hit subscribe using the button below and make sure you also click the bell icon to get notified every time we release a new episode. If you're looking for the show notes for this episode, we have them in the link underneath, as well as our social media handles and some links to free training and other offers that we drop from time to time to help you go from overwhelmed to thriving in pursuing your best life. So go ahead and check out this episode's show notes if you're interested. And thank you so much for tuning into the Positive Change Podcast.